Welcome back to DC A Chalka City Story. The massive host King Flexer here, and we're going live, literally <laughs> going live, because we're a hundred chapters in with the brand, and this is the absolute first in-person vibration. And I mean, this is an exclusive chapter uh, episode of the Hennessy Never Stop Never Settle Society series, highlighting entrepreneurs from all over that embody the chocolate city spirit. Because there's a certain spirit with our nation's capital. And I got special guests. I mean, I, this guy right here, I mean, you see his face all over the internet. And it's for positive positive vibes and for, <laughs> for great energy. I'm talking about Wendell Gowie, a.k.a. The Kid Gowie. Come on, Welcome, man. brother. Hey, what's up with you? You already know. I feel like Soldier Boy right now. Hey. I'm, the, I'm the first to sit down with King Flexer. Let's on, get man. you the first. Come you on, the first. It's, it's an honor. And, and this series, um, a shout out to Hennessy, man, for this series because entrepreneurs like you um, got to get noticed, man. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Got to continue to push positive vibes that you've been pushing out for sure. to, to, the, to the community. So, I mean, how did you get the name The Kid Gowie, first of all? Uh, well, it's really simple. I don't know if people listen. You know, I feel like Kanye is a big figure the way people listen to him. Right. But, uh, through the wire, he was like, and I still won't grow up. I'm a grown, grown ass, ass kid. kid. Ah. So I was like, yo, I'm a grown ass kid. Like I'm immature. I'm the most obnoxious person in my family, but they <laughs> love me for it. It's like a right. love hate. Like right. life would be different without Gawi, but you know, he also was annoying. So mm -hmm. it's like just having that immaturity. Uh, I just named myself the kid Gawi because I'm always fooling around. And it always stuck with you. I feel like always, like, yeah. And and I feel like yo, I feel like we all need a big to be a big kid because. Life is too short for yeah. real. And, and we know that, you know, it can be serious. Like, life can take a toll and become serious and whatnot. And exactly. that's why we got to keep it light. And, and you, you do that very well. So, yeah. so tell us about, you know, your background, you know, personally, education-wise, where you're from, all of that. All right. So, first and foremost, I'm a Baltimore baby. Charm so. City. Right up yeah, the block, yeah, though. It's right up me. the block. Right <laughs> up the block. So, I'm a Baltimore baby. Um, I was born in Baltimore City, but I did some bouncing uh, back and forth through the Baltimore County, Baltimore City, whatever, right. before officially settling down at the age of 14 in Edgewood, Maryland. So, okay. shout out to my Harper County people. Shout out so, to the county, man. So everywhere that I go, I make sure I show love to Baltimore and Edgewood because those are two places that raised me. Right. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, I, it just started from there. Charm City has a very big art scene that I feel gets yeah. overlooked. Yeah. Uh, whether it's rap and actual art, like paintings and different mm -hmm. things like that. And it's, I love it. So I feel like I took that with me to Edgewood and, yeah. you know, once when people are making this transition because there's a lot of people coming from Baltimore going to Edgewood right. you starting to see a little bit more of the art in Edgewood now so right. it's it's really migrating and it's, it's spreading I feel like you have a, a, a dope balance between city life mm -hmm. and county life yeah what was there any was there was it what was that transition like or you know you know what I mean yeah um, the transition, it wasn't terrible because like the way I always broke the ice is that I was always goofy. So like making friends was kind of easy for me because it was like, I was a shy kid, but it was just like, all I had to do was crack a joke and people was like, nah, he funny. I rock with him. So I, you'd see me hanging with people at the nerd table or all people who table. were the athletes, right. the jocks. Like I could relate, yo. Yeah. So you could sit at the, you, you were sitting at the nerds table, the cool table, the band table, the glee club. Exactly. All, so all I, we, I might be sitting with the athletes and I might be at the other table playing Yu-Gi-Oh! with Pokemon cards. So it's like, you Bring got- Bring it back. Pokemon cards? <laughs> you got to have that balance, bro. You got to have that balance. And I, I'm sure that um, if there was any bullies around, they would 
they would actually know not to mess with you because you would like probably hurt their feelings and embarrass them in a group. For well, the to be honest, the the guy we that you see today wasn't the same guy we growing up ah, because I had we're to, getting somewhere. Yeah, I had to build up that tolerance from those moments. So like those moments, hearing things about myself and people cracking jokes on this, that, and the third. And then when you get to a certain point in your life, you just be like. I didn't heard that already. Like right. it's it's it's, re- it's repetitive, but yeah. you haven't heard about yourself. So let me make you come and get these jokes. Oh, you feel me? and that's when the tables turned. They they didn't made a monster. You- <laughs> I, so come and get these jokes. Was was that a part of the start of your journey? Like tell us about the start of the kid Gowie journey. Like Oof. after these, you know, lunchroom joking yeah. circles and what? When did you know, or when did it really hit that? yo, this is really what I'm about to do for the rest of my life. Like, me, do me. Like, I mean, it's funny because the Kid Gowie's journey actually started with rap. So, like, I, in the beginning, I started rapping at, like, 13. I was trash at 13. What, what, was, your, what was your rap name? It's, it's ironic, but my name, it started as B, uh, Baby G. Baby G. Baby G was my name. And here's the backstory. <laughs> I was a big Hot Boys fan growing up. So, you know, they all had uh, nicknames. So, mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. BG stood for Baby Gangster. You had Lil Wayne, mm-hmm. Baby, which was Birdman, right. Juvenile. So, they all had young names. Right. So, I was like, you know, even though BG was Baby Gangster, I was like, I'm just going to call myself Baby G. Baby G. <laughs> and you said it. So, you being honest with yourself that you said that you were you were trash as a rapper. Yeah. So, do you remember your first, your first rhyme or the... The, I or, don't remember my first rhyme, but like over the years, I did end up getting better. And then I started building the fan base through rap. Right. And then eventually I was like, you know what? Let me start getting into parodies. And my first viral video was a parody. It was a Lil Wayne parody. Mm. Uh, and it was called... Young Moolah, baby. It was called Lotion Loving. Lotion Loving. So, so you could put two, to two, two and two together to, to figure out what that song was about. But that's what it was about. This is Chocolate City After Dark, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> So you can put two and two together to figure out what that song was about. But um, it was a parody to Long As My Women Love Me, that song. Right. And I was like, uh, son, 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 lotion loving. So it's like, <laughs> so yeah. So that, oh was, that was the start. It was all over Facebook. It was all on uh, Worldstar. Uh, oh. Shout out to Q for that, RPQ. But RPQ. Yeah, it's, it was stuff like that. And I was like, all right, so, you know, maybe building a rap fan base is hard. But I was like, it's quicker to build a fan base rapping, but do it goofy because people right. want to laugh. So you're making the light of it so exactly. that you're not coming through the gate thinking that you're the next exactly. top five rapper of all time. But instead, you're like, you're just, you're just carefree with it yeah. and having fun with it's it. It's just like you having fun with rap. And I feel like a lot of people are on this wave now where they're doing like comedic raps because they know as an actual rapper how hard it is to build a fan base right. versus just having fun with rap right. and building that. So I've done like NBA beef rap parodies and... Oh, we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the NBA energy because you're definitely killing it with that. Appreciate um, that. When, when did you know that you want, because you're, you're an educated black man. Mm-hmm. Um, and where, where you went again? Uh, uh, the U- I went to the University of Baltimore. UB. Shout mm-hmm. out to UB. Yeah. When did you know that you wanted to go the entrepreneur route, even though that you educated and can go ahead and, you know, get your standard nine to five yeah. pension, 401k, like that whole route, which is fine. It's safe. And... But when did you know that you want to step out into the entrepreneurial route? Well, to be... Because it could know, be scary. Yeah, to be completely transparent, I actually went to a two-year college after I, left high, after I graduated high school, mm. got my AA, went to UB, and while I was at UB, 
it was one of those situations where I'm like, yo, like I can't get an internship. I can't get uh, a part-time job like with Man. this AA degree. And yeah. it's like, yo, I didn't put so much effort and money into right. this. And I'm like, bro, I, something got to give. And then eventually, like, I'm working at a warehouse, working 10-hour days, and my back aching Dang. and body just in pain. And I'm looking around the warehouse just at, at my elders, like 60-year-old women putting bubble wrap in their shoes and people telling me, yeah, you got to stay in school and stuff. I'm like, wow. yo, I'm like, there's got to be more to life than this. Right. There, there, yeah, this I can't was, be the only yeah. option. This can't be the only way. And it's just like, I'm 20-something at the time and I'm like, I'm, I think I was like 26, 27. I'm right. like, yo, it's got to be more to life than, than just this. Like, this can't be the end. Like, this can't be my story. And then eventually, you know, I got tapped back into social media because I quit for a little bit, got tapped back in. And then, man, the LeBron challenge thing happened. And Is that where we're at with the story now? Yeah, so so with the LeBron challenge happening, well, first of all, explain to us how that whole thing happened. Like, how did it come about? How did you think of it? Uh-huh. Was it by accident? Was it planned out? Now, with, Take with, us on that trip because this is a very pivotal part of your career. All right. So first, we got we to gotta talk about the night before. So the night before, I talked to my man's Chris. Shout out to my man Breezy. Um, I was talking to him. I was like, yo, I'm thinking about going to like a comedy club. Uh, what's that? Can't remember where it was at. Um, North Charles Street. Okay. So, so right on North okay. Charles Street, I was like, let me go do a little comedy club um, and just do like a little open mic, whatever. So I went there. Boom. And I was like, bruh, this is much harder than what it was. Like these right. lights that we got right now. Right, right. They was like, we <laughs> got we got a first timer coming to the stage. Blase Black. Everybody was like, yeah. And then I was like, all right, I like this vibe. Soon as everybody got quiet and I'm just and the light just beaming on me. And this is like, <laughs> and the, like just, <laughs> they just wait, they wait in on. Waiting. All right. So what you gonna do? And I'm like, yo, like you really gotta stand here in this spotlight and make these people laugh. Right. Bro. That's such a And I, I froze. I will not lie to you. I froze. Wow. Like Papa Doc eight mile choked. Like Wow, yo, come on, yo, come yeah, on, yo. And Never in my life have I been so nervous. I'm like, dang, like this is a real thing. You can't just step up here and act like you got it. Like right. everybody don't have that. I know people like D Ray and Mike Epps were able to do that, but sure. that's ain't for everybody. You gotta actually know how to tell jokes and make people laugh. So I bombed at the comedy club, long story short. Right. And I get on IG Live and I'm like, yo, like I'm um I just bombed at a comedy club. I'm not down about it. I walked in trying to think I'm the man. You know, I'm the yeah, I got most this. hilarious person. I got yeah. this, whatever. And I was like, I'm not discouraged by it, but it lets me know that I'm not ready for this point yet. So I'm going to stick with the social media comedy. Gotcha. So that was my thing. So not letting that moment to discourage me mm-hmm. and put me into a funk, mm-hmm. like it wouldn't have transitioned well for the LeBron challenge. Now, here's the challenge. I was on Instagram and I saw the video going viral. Shape Room posted about it. It was a dude that did it. Everybody was laughing, whatever. Um, Dietronada, she's a rapper for Baltimore. Shout out to Dietronada. Shout out to man. D. Her, um, her manager, Platinum J. Okay. I know him. He the homie. So shout out to Platinum. Shout out to he Platinum. He tagged me in the post. Didn't say nothing. Just tagged me in the post. Just the kid Gowie. And I'm looking at it and I laugh and I was like, yeah, you know, that's cool, whatever. And then I'm just sitting there. And I had a bald head already because I had did a Tupac skit for All Eyes on Me that just came out in theaters. Okay, so, so when I the movie a, came out, you did a skit I did a that. skit for that. So I still had the bald head. LeBron was bald in the video. So I was like, you know what? I got this bald head. Platinum tagged me in this. It looked like it's going viral. Let me just do Let it. Let me put it to work. Let like, me while, just do while, it. I'm, yeah. while it's bald. Yeah, it's I was bald. like, yo, it's the perfect time to do it. So I did it. And I posted it on Twitter. And I was like... I was like, um, let me know who has a better LeBron challenge than me. Like, who has a better LeBron challenge than me? And, and there was Grizzly, nothing else out there yet. 
at this point. Well, it was other videos. Like people, like it was. So it was a challenge already because people think I made it up, but no. But it that's was a, a good problem. Already. Meaning exactly. that means that you. It's not about who did it first. It's about who did it right. Exactly. So <laughs> that's what happened. Um, I tagged T Grizzly in it. He was like, "Let's make this go viral." Boom. After that, it things just went nuts. It was on ESPN. It was on the Shade Room. Everywhere I wow. looked, my face was there. So I always give credit to T Grizzly for that because it's like. It was a huge moment. I feel like we all helped each other. So LeBron doing that and playing T Grizzly's song that helped out T Grizzly. So T Beautiful. Grizzly paid the favor back by helping me out. All our lives changed off of one moment. So it's like it all comes back. Always comes back in full circle. So it's crazy how that turns out. And I still want to sit down with T Grizzly like to this day to just thank him for changing my happen. life. Yeah, just happen. for changing my life because like I'm the type of person who isn't afraid to give people their flowers. Like if you affected me in any way, shape or form positively, I'ma let you know. That's because it's point. like people don't get their flowers. People wait till somebody in the casket then, yo, you the reason why. Like, <laughs> and I have a whole list yeah. of stuff. Tell, tell me that while I'm here. <laughs> exactly. <Tell me. laughs> so that's how that played out, man. So, you know, God works in mysterious ways. The fact that Platinum tagged me in that post, I had the baldy already, LeBron. You already had the baldy. Yo, LeBron tried so hard to never go bald. What was the odds that this man just decided to go bald that day? Like, um, I think that you helped inspire that. I Come think, on, bro. I think we could say that. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what we saying. LeBron, like, LeBron, is, Braun. LeBron was scared to show that head. He would rock the receding headline. He got the toupee today. Like, come <laughs> on, bro. LeBron was bald one moment in his life, and it was the it was the same time I was bald, and that's how it happened, bro. Look, the timing on that, <laughs> we we gonna run with it. That all of that was because of you, T Grizzly, LeBron, all as one. So, so let me ask you this. Let's switch gears. Um, who or what? And this this is a perfect segue. Who or what or both mm -hmm. are some of your, like your inspirations that keep you motivated to keep you going? Um, it's funny because I'm the type of person who pulls inspiration from multiple people. Um, and it's all just based on ambition. Mm -hmm. And I think whenever I run into ambitious people, it just inspires me. So yeah. like, you know, my mom, my dad, uh, even my homie Brandon, uh, shout out to Freethinkers. Like he's, um, he's pushing his clothing line. He's doing things. He has visions all the time. And it's just like some people just have that extra push and just yeah. want better for themselves. Yeah. And that kind of just rubs off on you. Um, now, as far as content creating, you know, obviously I looked up to comedians like Mike Epps, Cat uh, uh, sure. Williams, Martin Lawrence, Wayne's Brothers, like even just the way that I deliver some jokes, like how Martin and Pam used to go back I and mean, forth. You already know how I feel about Martin. Yeah, exactly. So how Martin and Pam go that back and forth. The Wayans brothers go back and forth. It was like those type of things you end up taking that you don't even realize it. Like right. it just becomes it just, second nature. It, it just, uh, it, you adapt to it or it becomes a part of your ingredient. It doesn't make you who you are, but it just adds to your flavor that makes you Exactly. You. So whether you're just playing names on somebody like Hetty Murphy, like stuff like that. Those are things that you yeah, add. Yeah, that's real funny, Hetty Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> these are things that you add to your arsenal because it's just like, yo, I grew up hearing these things and it's such a clever way to play on things. And I've had stand-up comedians like my dog Ryan Davis. He hit me up. He was like, yo, you don't do stand-up? He was like, the punchlines that you have are so crazy. Like, you can tell that you have a rap background because you play around with words. And I think being a rapper in the beginning definitely helped me to reach this point. Good on your feet. Yeah. The ad-libs aspect. Exactly. So, so have you, let, real quick, let's channel back to North Charles Street. Did you ever do out, now, so the LeBron challenge happened, you're taking over, 
did you ever return back to whether that stage or any other stage to do stand up? Or you still uh, like? No, I ain't going back. Said, <laughs> hey, so ain't no reason. <laughs> there ain't no reason to go back. Hey, things good on this side now. <laughs> Now, will I ever find a part to where I'm just like, all right, you know, social media has done this thing. Let me see if I can make the transition. You know, I may dabble into it here and there because I've seen people do it. Um, right. You know, Ha Ha Davis, Desi Banks. Uh, these are guys who made that transition. Right. DC Young Fly. Um, but for me, as of right now, I enjoy the social media aspect. I like having my privacy, Love working it. when I want to work. And, oh different things like that. So I'm good. The flexibility of it, yeah. the, the, the freelance energy of exactly. it. Exactly. I don't need all the extra. You know, y'all can add that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so that takes me here, Gowie. Um, how has the pandemic impacted your business? Whether good, bad, and different? Because some say, let's say this, there's some folks that, yo, we, we know that it, it really took a toll. Yeah. It, some people are still struggling, still trying to bounce back. But then there's a, on the other flip flip of the coin, there's a silver lining. Yeah. And it, I mean, stuff like that. DC or Chocolate City story came out of the pandemic. Yeah. So has there been so more silver linings or more challenges per se? Or both, a little bit both? Or which one? do you like lean towards? I'm going to keep it real with you. Me and like my inner circle. So, you know, me, my manager, Jay Holes, my homie, Shout Brandon. out to Jay Holes, man. Yeah. Like, I feel like all of us really thrived in this pandemic. And it's weird because you kind of expect to take a step back. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of opportunities came from this. What they say, turn a uh, turn a pandemic to a pandemic. pandemic. You hey. feel me? Like, you know, that's real life. So um, I think it definitely helped me out a lot because a lot of big platforms are trying to figure out what are we going to do we right. can't fly influencers out to do this right. that and the third so you know we're just going to hit them up and be like yo do this for us do this for us do this for us and everything paid off like the nba thing came and the, the, and my, my next question was going to be what has been your most satisfying moment in business mm -hmm. would is it are we at the nba point yeah right so if, so let's talk about the nba part how did that come about Cause I remember you being in Chicago All Star yeah. last year, and I think did it already start that time, or were you, or did it come a little bit after that? Yeah, so we we've been plugged in with the NBA for maybe I, I want to say two years. Strong. Uh, so Strong. I showed up to summer league in 2019. Um, you know, like you said, the All Star weekend and different things like that. So. Uh, these these are things that have been in motion for a while now, right. but like this opportunity that came, bro, I was just like, bro, because the way I was looking at it, it made me feel like I was the face of the NBA, not as far as player-wise. Right. Obviously, right. you got the LeBrons and the Steph KDs Curry's and the Currys, right. yeah. But like as far as like an actual face that you look to when you're talking NBA on the NBA platform, that's the kid Gowie, bro. And I'm like, yo, I grew up watching basketball. And what a lot of people don't know is my original dream job what i went to college for was right. to be a sports journalist okay so, so you was on your stephen a smith energy so and that, that's unk man like we, we all love a good stephen. so that's what i'm saying it's like people don't realize how huge that is to me because going to school you know writing for the school newspaper talking about nba players or sports or whatever look putting stats together look at that and i'm sitting here the face of the nba what's up nba fans like that it doesn't on, it, man. it doesn't it make you feel like it 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 makes you channel back to those times of you writing for the school paper and all, that that was all a part of a purpose that is all getting fulfilled and, and that's, so improved right now. That's why I say God is the greatest, man. There's just there's certain things like you have to trust your process. And I'm not I'm not saying the whole God thing to, you know, push it on anybody. But like just me personally, I'm a spiritual person. And it's just like 
everything happens for a reason. Right. Like life really comes in full circle. Right. There's something that happened in your life that you're not channeling back to like really realize that this was yeah. something that you had envisioned yeah. all along, but it just hit you. And you're like, dang, bro, I remember when. And it's like those moments are like what makes you smile and keep you inspired and right. want to keep pushing. Because I've had a lot of full circle moments, but this was the one not being able to get, like I said, an internship, different things like that. But you never gave up. Never Kelly. gave up. I feel like to add to what you just said about, you know, it all coming back full circle and whatnot. But I got to give you kudos because you were aware of your gifts, your talents, mm-hmm. and you didn't let the North Charles Street moment um, d- exactly. discourage you. You didn't let a, a, a turn down from this. A turn. You just continue. And you know what's the, the, the most beautiful part to me? You never compromised the Kid Gowie. Yeah. That has, you know, there's sometimes that people, they, 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 they transform into, or they have to adapt yeah. to what this part of the industry requires for them to be. You've been the same guy. Like I'm going back. Sometimes I <laughs> I, I go back to your 2017 vids and what. It's the same <laughs> energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the same energy. So so I gotta ask. And you said something about your spirit. Um. And being an entrepreneur, you tend to work around the clock, right? Yeah. And sometimes it it can it can get challenging. How do you balance? You know, for your spiritual and your mental health, because we know that those are strong topics right now in the world and society. Yeah. How do you balance that energy and, and, and stay grounded and not lose yourself? Hey, to keep it real with you, it's really just stepping away. You have to know when to step away. Right. And I feel like some people will rather drown in their work than to give themselves that time to just get their mind right. Right. And when it comes to me, if I got to take a week off, I'm out. Like, it's like, I'm, I'm out. And then when I pop back, you know, my fans will be like, Gowie's back. Oh, yeah, the goat's back. Like, it's stuff like that. So, you know, I also give credit to my, my supporters for sticking around because it's like. That's strong. Even though I put my mental health first, that's for me. But as a fan, you know, what if my videos is what's helping you get through your day yeah, and I and disappear? And I'm sure that that's, that's plenty. Yeah. Plenty of folks count on the, the Kid Gowie to get them through whatever they're going through. Exactly. So, like, if, you know, when you're sitting there, he's like, you know, I know Gowie's going to be back. He's probably doing something right now. And then when the video comes, oh, I was waiting for this. Like, so it's, it's always good. I, I always view my supporters as family and um, I don't take them for granted. I feel like a lot of people get some fame and then, you know, oh, yeah, I, I got clout, this, that. Let me go to this club, yeah. pop bottles, yeah. get a section. It's like, with me, it's like, y'all family to me because y'all gave me a purpose. You made mm. me realize what my purpose in life was. Mm. I had clout before. Like I said, I had a viral video 2012. Yep. Yep. But when I quit, you know, I had to start back from the bottom. Mm. And then the LeBron challenge happened. And I was like, I'm not letting it go a second time. Look at that. So I was a, so I'm able to embrace it now and realize that once this is gone, you're going to have to get it right back. And I'm like, I'm not quitting a second time. So it's Perseverance. just exactly. So it's like just appreciating the moment and appreciating the people who are giving the time or spending the money or whatever. These opportunities ain't coming just because I'm the kid Gowie. It's coming because I'm the kid Gowie and people support me it's a, for it, what it, I do. It's a, it's a combination exactly. of, of the two. And I, I love what you said about taking your break. And you know what that really is, Gowie, is that you know that you're no good to your fans and your supporters or the public if you're not good to yourself. Exactly. Right? It starts with yourself. Exactly. Man. And they'll be able to see it on your face. You know, you do a video that you don't feel like doing. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm, I'm the kid guy. I'm like, man, if you don't delete this and go like go back to the drawing board, bro. <laughs> you're supposed to be lifting our spirit, not bringing us down. So, you know, I got to make sure I'm in a good mood to right. make people laugh. You can't. I'm not trying to be one of those comedians hiding behind a mask yeah, and I'm drowning yeah, yeah. inside. And, you know, that's not to... 
you know, wish sure, down on them, sure. but it's like, bro, like this is a thing. You got to make sure you're straight because if you're not, it's noticeable. And on top of that, you're only killing yourself. So, man, man. <laughs> the kid Gowie's here, man. Now, let me ask you this: uh, Hennessy's mantra is "Never stop, never settle." Yes, what sir. does that mean to you when when you hear "Never stop, never settle"? Hey, I just I just told y'all a pretty good story. <laughs> oh <on> man, right. <laughs> look, never stop, bro. It's like. It's it's so cliche, and I know people get mad when they hear it, but yeah. it's just like never give up. The, the American dream yeah, is right bro. there. It's like, yeah, it's like never give up. It's like, bro, I'm trying, I'm doing everything I can, but I'm not getting the progress. It's like, yo, your time is coming. Literally, mm-hmm. never give up. Because mm-hmm. had I not quit when I quit, when I already had some clout building, yep. I could have been way bigger than I am now. But the fact that I quit, I'm you know in the position that I'm in. So it's You're like, prepared, that's the thing. You got to stay grounded. And it, it hurts me when I see people that I support, whether it's rappers. It's mainly rappers. But <laughs> it's mainly it's rappers. It's mainly you rappers. Yeah, like that, to all my rapping homies out there, I love y'all, bro. But you got to put some music out. Come on now. You're not Jay-Z. You can't pop up every five days and drop an album, bro. <laughs> oh, 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 you got to get the, You feel me? Hey. <laughs> Hover. You know, you, you're, not, you're not me. You can't do that yet. You don't have Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, the kid Gowie, a man of many hats. A man. <laughs> nah, you said it best about the click because we know never stop, never settle, you know, in, in its purest form. It is cliche, but it, it's so strong at the same time if you yeah. really apply yeah. never stopping and never settling. So so where do you see your brand in the next year? Like what's next for Gowie? Or are you even a like, because sometimes folks aren't even a for like, not to say forward thinking, yeah. but meaning you're more so focused on continuing to do a phenomenal job right now and just crushing what comes today, tomorrow, the next day. But are you even thinking a year ahead? Are yeah, you that kind um, of goal orientated? Yeah, person? there there's been times where I was like, I've always wanted more, but I was like, I also have to expand this. Mm-hmm. So even though this is my main goal to continue to expand right. this. Um, I feel like after that NBA play, I'm like, bro, like mm. I, I need to be doing more hosting gigs. I need to, uh, oh, yeah. you know, get outside of social media. Some things that's going to make me, you know, really expand my brand. So that's kind of where I'm looking. The kid Gowie coming to a, a, a big club near you. And <laughs> you have a section with Hennessy, of course, come at his on, table, man. popping it off and getting paid to just come and say, yo, what up, y'all? I'm, be, I'm in the building. <laughs> I'm going to be standing on the couch on my dame dash. Just hey, so look, for anyone that would want to follow in your footsteps, right, mm-hmm. uh, the young entrepreneurs, the, 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 the young grinders, what are, what are three tips you like to leave with them, man? Like, there's three strong, the Kid Gowie mantras. Okay. Uh, well, number one, we could do never give up, you know, never settle. Never, <laughs> never stop, never settle. Never stop, never settle. So right. it's like, you know, that's, that's number one, because like I said, if you stop, you only you make you you halt in your dream yeah. like your journey yeah. is being st- yeah. stagnant because you quit so when you just let the outside world bring you down um and you know like i said i was working at a warehouse i'm work i'm full time i was full time in school um and i was still trying to pursue this and it was just like That's you know hard. the more i got into my space the more things started falling off. Look at that. So I don't tell people, but I, you know, I dropped out of UB. You feel me? Because the, the social media situation, it just it took over. So right. it was just like where I would have gotten with my degree, well, my university degree, uh, it wouldn't have got me to where I am now, doing the, being the face of the NBA. That is so amazing. That's, that's crazy. So like I said, never stop, never settle. 
Number two, don't pay attention to the numbers. If you're a social media person, do not Tell pay them attention again. to the numbers. Tell them again. Do not pay attention to the numbers. Because when you start paying attention to the numbers, you get discouraged. Yep. And you can't allow that to discourage you. Because when you're discouraged, you're not going to want to put out content. Right. So you just got to pump it out. And whatever goes to the people and they gravitate to, that's your stick. Yep. So um, I definitely had to learn that. You start looking. It's like, oh, this post only got 100 likes. Oh, this one got 1,000. Oh, yeah, I'm on a roll now. But then this one got you right. know, 250. It's like a seesaw. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a seesaw. You look at your followers. Oh, I got uh 16k or then it falls down to 15 he's like ah oh, i gotta so it's like the more you get caught up in that you're yeah. gonna get lost in the sauce so That's you don't want to do that and three i think the third one is really to focus on your mental health Mm. I think that's the most important and I'm not trying mm. to do that to be like a spokesperson or no, whatever but strong. you really have to learn about yourself um I learned during this pandemic that I'm a sensitive person there's a lot of things Nothing that rub me the wrong that. way uh, whether it's like I feel like people are stealing content or somebody accused me of stealing content Dang. or whatever it's like it, it's, a, it's, a, it's not just in the rap game nah it, nah, it's, it, everywhere, it's, it's bro. everywhere it's everywhere bro Gosh. and everything in social media has been done so right. it's like there's nothing new under the sun and nothing new on social media not at all so it's like you know you have to focus on your mental health because once again your mental health is the engine that keeps you running right so if you start feeling down you know you're gonna start stalling and then once you that you stalling you might just officially break down so you gotta make sure that you good you know keep your oil you know keep everything yeah. going get your oil changed you feel yeah. keep everything running smoothly man that I can, <laughs> it, it, that's such a great way to put it the kid Gowie. and i want to thank you for joining joining this 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 dc of chocolate city story because mm -hmm. Uh, this this platform has become and evolved into celebrating and highlighting folks like yourself that mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have to be from D.C., yeah. but yet you are a shining example of what our nation's capital represents, for real, man. Oh, yeah, Coming for all sure. the way from, from up the block from Charm City to, <laughs> to, to the Chocolate City. So, look, if you want to put action to these three tips from our entrepreneur, the Kid Gowie, or gather mm -hmm. more educational resources, visit Hennessy's Never Stop never settle society.org again never stop never settle society.org man the kid gallery's been a pleasure man hey i appreciate you for having me and like you said even though it's a dc thing we still in the dmv nah, area for so sure. it's all love man. it's all love man this has been the first installment of the hennessy never stop never settle society series more to come of, of young entrepreneurs that are doing their thing man yeah the kid gallery appreciate so the next time never stop never settle